This is the Just Live Podcast with Dan and Susie Potter, episode 39. (laughs) How do your experiences shape your identity? In this episode, we'll look at your experiences from the past, present, and future. We begin in 22 seconds. Live life. See the good days in it. Just live. Your life is a remarkable story and adventure that only you can create. We exist to motivate and equip you to live fully alive. So today in this Just Live podcast, welcome to episode 39. And we're going to look at how your experiences, past, present, and future, shape your identity, who you are, and how you show up. My name is Dan. My name is Susie. Together Together we we are are Doozy. And we've been, over the last few weeks, looking at identity. Many things shape our identity, but sometimes we don't realize how important our experiences actually are. When we were young parents, we traveled a lot with our little boys. Matter of fact, Joshua and Josiah both had passports before they were two weeks old. Yep, that's right. And as a family, we experienced different people, different foods, different cultures, different time zones, and lots of different animals. One of the animals that happened to uh, to interact with us and, and give us a, an amazing experience. Interact, was a, that's a great way to put it. It was, <laughs> was a 50-pound male baboon. It was actually baboon. an olive baboon that jumped through our car window. And I don't want to tell you the whole story, but we were in South Africa at the Cape Point at the very bottom, and we were looking for the wildlife, we were looking for the beauty, and this baboon jumped on our hood, got into the window, and he quickly attacked our boys. One of them was three months, one was three years old, and he he attacked me, and and I was the one that fought them off. Well, me and a few really, I call them big hairy angels that were with me, Um, because we had to do something because the baboon was in our car, and baboons don't go in cars. They were not. Ha- he was not happy. No, so I had to fight him around the car, and finally out the passenger door, and then Susie took me to the hospital. Yeah, it's a big story, but anyways, that experience. That's an amazing experience. Yes, that was an experience in which our three-month-old quickly forgotten, our three-year-old had nightmares about for a while, and Dan's dislocated mm. shoulder gave him pain for the next seven yeah. years. That one experience really shaped many it, things. It was definitely an experience. Matter of fact, as soon as the baboon was out of the car and I fell back into my seat, there was this sense of, wow, that's going to be a great story. And, and then, here we are telling it today. And then I went into shock and my arms were bleeding and everything else. But, but sometimes it's those experiences in life that take us forward. That one is definitely deep in our past. That was 30 years ago. But it still lingers today in our family stories. Yep, and that's right. perhaps it'll be told in the future when when the baboon, the car, and and I'm gone. It, it may linger into the future. Yeah, so many people, when they meet us, they're like, tell that story about the baboon, the bab- you know? If you ever see us on the street or see us someplace, you can ask and I'll tell you the whole story. Yep, it's amazing. Please do. Your experiences are made up from events and situations that you encounter throughout your life. They can be positive mm-hmm. 
or negative, and they conclude everything from joyful moments with loved ones to challenging situations that actually test our resilience and sometimes even dislocate our shoulders. Now, let's not go there. <laughs> your experiences help shape your perspectives, attitudes, beliefs, behaviors, and they also play a critical role in shaping your identity. And that's what we want to talk about today. Now, it's interesting. I'm right now on this uh, health kick where I'm working on my weight. I'm, I'm trying to be careful of my diet. And, and so I am sort of reshaping my body, but sometimes we don't. Reshaping your body. We, we, that's don't, a good one. we don't stop and think what mm-hmm. shapes our identity and experiences are definitely part of it. The, the truth is our past, our present and future are all essential aspects of our life. Yeah. The, the experiences yeah, and, and the right. interconnect and the outer connect who you are and what you do. Yeah, that's right. So let's just think about it. The past provides all of us with a foundation for our identity and actually shapes our experiences into the now. The present is is where you're currently living and experiencing life. And the future, which is created by our goals, aspirations, and the surprises ahead, they connect us to who we will become and what we'll leave behind. So let's have a look at those for a few moments. So let's go to the past experiences. Let's I do mean, it. Here, here's something I know about your past experiences. They're either good or they're bad. If they're somewhere in between, you forgot about them. <laughs> they, they don't matter. They're they highly unforgettable. Forgettable, for they, sure. But if they were good or if they were bad, they're experiences that you sort of tuck in your backpack and you carry them with you throughout your life. So some of the experiences that we have... We remember because there's there's a surge of emotion, either happy or sad, like Dan said, good or bad experiences. There are chemicals released, actually, in our body that help us remember in different ways. And so we'll remember them. But even if we don't remember our experiences, there are many things that lay our foundation. Now, I wonder if the same chemicals are released in a baboon. I never thought about that, but... Hmm, let's think about that. Uh, let's mm, not. Let's not. Mm. Let's think about our family, for example. The family that you grew up with or the culture that was set for you as a young child probably has the biggest influence on you as a person. For example, attachment. Um, I've got a few friends who just recently had babies, and they are in the process of just firmly attaching to their babies. One's a little boy, one's a little girl, but it's really important how the mother interacts with the baby, how the family interacts with the baby, because they set you up for great attachment, even into your adult life. I was coaching this guy the other day, and we were talking about relationships. And when I said something about relationships, there was this... I don't know where to go with this because some of the experiences from his past were bad relationships, yep, things he hard. doesn't want to relive, and some were really good. So there was this teeter-totter really going on of, okay, they were bad and they were good. And both the good and bad experiences make up who he is and who you are today. Yeah, for example, for me, uh, I grew up in a family of eight kids, lots of people around that worked great for my personality. My parents loved me and I knew that they loved me. 
Um, us as siblings, we were close. We're very close now, even into adulthood, even though we don't see each other very often. But those foundations as a family, being loving, um, having a lot of people in one place all the time, lots happening. I was the second born, and so I didn't have the high responsibility that my older brother had. My shaping experience in that past was was me being in this fun environment with my family. And as I said, that worked really great for me and laid a foundation for me to go into so many places in the world, 78 countries, to be curious and open to different cultures and foods. And my family set me up in a great way for that. Well, when I was thinking of the story to tell at the beginning here, I started thinking about all the experiences I've had in my life with animals. I mean, I think I've almost always had a dog. We've had ferrets. We've had parrots. We've had chinchilla. We've had guinea pigs. We've had doves. I've raised rabbits. I mean, I've had a horse. All these different things. And I love animals. And, And this one experience... Other than probably the time I was bit by a lion, that one, uh, that's a totally different story. <laughs> How are we going to tell that one? I, I won't tell that one right okay. now. The, by the way, the, the lion was only three months old, but he bit me. He did. I had been bit by a lion. Uh, but anyway, those experiences are part of who I am. I love animals. I, I, Susie calls me the dog whisperer because yes, I, I, I know almost how a dog thinks because of all the experiences. Matter of fact, when the baboon attacked me, the way I grabbed it is the way I had been trained as a kid to uh, to take care of a like a wild dog that would come after you. And I won't go into all the details, but I did exactly what I had yeah. tra- been trained for when I was a kid on the farm out in the country with this baboon, and it actually worked. Yeah, and so... Our past experiences are very, very valuable. A couple more experiences that we had was living in Poland. When we first started um, as missionaries with Operation Mobilization, we lived for seven and a half years in the country of Poland. Huge shaping effect on us. They're a very hospitable culture. Mm. They're, they deeply love God. They're very relational. They're very creative. And that was yet another experience that shaped me, us, in a really huge way. We'll never forget those moments. And so much of what we do, and I'm even drinking tea tonight because that is something that I learned as a culture from my past that I carry now into my present. We need to take time from the past in the present to remember. Yes. We need to take time today to remember our past. What How are those do we things do that? that we want to remember? Well, one of the things I do every single night even throughout the day, is I journal. I write things down. I am made up of my stories. The older I get, the more I forget. And there are things that have happened, even bad things that have happened, that I don't want to forget. Now, it isn't that I I want to hold it over on other people, but I want to remember those things. I I want those to be part of who I am, how to to forgive, how to live, how to let go, how to hold on to things. Those all take place as I relive them in my journal, I now have over a hundred journals over the last thirty-two years of journaling every of journaling day. Every Both day of us have done that because I want to remember my experiences. Because the experiences that happened yesterday, they help build who I am today. Now, if they aren't worth remembering, I don't write them down. They don't have any uh, attachment to me. But if those things are important, I write them down. Another way for me to remember my past experiences and the effect in my life 
is through interactions with people. I'm a people-oriented person. I love going on journeys, long journeys with people over a span of time. I love to mentor girls. I love to input into people's lives. And we have some particular friends that we met at one of our Teen Street conferences years and years ago. And we try every year to catch up with them. Mm. There's a number of friends that we have in the Netherlands. So if you guys are listening, you know who you are. And we try to catch up with them. And when we do, we do a synopsis. We debrief each other. We share experiences of the whole past year. Mm. It's such an enriching time to share experiences, to process through what was so important to remember, to um, catch each other up about, and just to bring each other to the present. And it's always fun. I have other friends that I see a little bit more often, once a month, every couple weeks. And that's also a chance to just catch up what's been going on in the last week. What's been going on in the last month? And if you have these friendships, you can just share. And that's another way to remember the past and the impact on your life and something that has influenced you. And I would say become a storyteller. Your life is stories. And one way to remember them is to tell them. The world wants to hear. I think sometimes, especially today, we seem so busy just getting on with the next thing that we forgot the last thing. And when we take time to tell stories, to to allow our culture to be a storytelling culture, Mm -hmm. there is a thriving in our identity because we take time to process those experiences with a story, with other people who ask questions. And that is very, very healthy. So let's jump to our present experiences. How do they shape our identity? For me, when I think about that concept in particular, There is a little phrase that I think, that I pray, that I process through. I I know that every 10 seconds I have an opportunity to choose what I'm going to do with my past, with my present, with, with where I'm going into the future. So yes, I'm always thinking, I'm always feeling, but if I take a few moments to identify what am I thinking, what am I feeling, and then choose what I'm going to do with that. Uh, I have some friends who have had horrific past experiences. They were tough and they are being able to reshape their life right now by what they choose, how they choose to process that particular situation, what they're going to do with that. And I get to do that as well. I've got a few momentum challenge goals that I'm in the process of. And one of them is called overflowing joy. And this is an emotional choice that I'm making. How am I going to have joy? How am I going to choose to be in an emotionally great space in this particular time? I have to put some work into that. There's another goal that I have. It's a resilient momentum mindset. And this has to do with my mental, the way I'm thinking. So no matter what I'm thinking and what I'm feeling right now, I get to make a choice. And I'm trying to make it in the direction of overflowing joy and resilient momentum mindset. And that is making a difference in how I view life, what perspective I have, how grateful I am, how complaining I am, how terrible I am at condemning myself, or how I'm going to just like laugh it off and move on into a new So let me tell you about my today. My today started off uh, waking up, taking the dog for a walk, helping Susie get ready for a watercolor Thank class. Thank you very much. And Susie and I are both on this 
health program called the Whole30. So we're eating special. So we had to go buy special food. There's no extra ingredients. It's just raw food. No sugar and no so, extra so added good anything. for us. And that was part of our day. Making this podcast was part of the day. Susie and I sat in a uh, Subway restaurant today and we dialogued our day. We dialogued the week. All that is part of our experience and how that experience of today helps us become who we are in the future, in our identity. So we encourage you today in your present to live fully alive. That's part of this, the, the meaning of this just live podcast. Just live fully alive. We get to choose. We get to have that opportunity to go in that direction. Because it is really putting life back into our life. Yes, that's When right. we take time to embrace our experiences, it is opening the door. That life, that vibrancy, that quality will be part of who we are. Okay, so let's look at our future Let's go to the future. Back to the future. Now, well, we don't know what our future is, but there are a few things that really shape it. These happen to be goals that we have. I just talked to you about my momentum goals. I am trying to, in the future, be this kind of person that's overflowing with joy, that has a resilient mindset, and my other is fit and fabulous. I'm trying to also lose weight, be in shape, have a lot of energy, and because of that, in the present, I'm doing things. But those goals and how I'm aiming towards those goals, those trajectories, that outcome, it's shaping me. There's also opportunities that we choose to have, things we put into the calendar. Um, So this upcoming event is going to have a shaping effect on us. Our desires and our fears and how we respond to them, what we say yes to, what we say no to, what overtakes us when we think about the future, all these things shape us. I mean, right now we're in the process of starting our second cohort, our second group in something that's called Seasons of Life. It's it's taking couples on a year-long journey with us. We mentor the relationships. We help couples grow their unique relationships, so their unique good. connections. We love it. Yes. And this week, we have been contacting couples and, and talking and writing and making videos because we want to invite another 10 in. We've got more than 10 at the moment, and we're going for a whole year and just sort of bringing those people in because my future, I want to see at least 40 couples walking through this journey, things that we've learned, things we learn with them as we go. And so my future, I am just really excited to travel with 40 other couples through the next year. So I don't know what the future is going to be, but my goal, my plan, my desire is to walk that with with some other couples. Some are needing help. Some are maybe going to help me. And maybe you're you're a couple and you're saying, wow, I would like to get a hold of us because we're always inviting people in. Let's have a discovery call together and see if you're a great fit, if we're a great fit for you. We're always inviting people in to travel this journey with us because today the world we live, it's not friendly for couples. There is a lot of of busyness that doesn't help us connect. And so this course is about that. So when I think about the future, when I'm thinking about future experiences in my identity, definitely this season of life journey is part of that. Right. And we're also certified life coaches. I'm a certified Enneagram life coach as well. And these coaching opportunities, we're very 
present and future oriented is how we're both wired a little bit more strongly than the past. But we love to help people look towards their future, drawing out of them what's going on inside and some of the choices that need to be made. And as we get to coach people, we use that skill to help people shape their future identity by choices they're making and by how they're processing experiences in the past. So in my hand, you can't see this, but I have um, a U.S. silver dollar. It's It's one of my favorite coins. And when I look at it, there's a a heads, there's a tails, and there's an in-between. And when I think about our experiences, past, present, and future, there is the heads, there is the past, There is that little line in between, which is the present, and then the other side is the future. And you can't change the past, but you can learn from it. And you can live always in this middle line, Mm -hmm. but looking forward to the future. All of those things, like a coin, it it flips. It flips our identity. And, And sometimes we just hold on to the bad experiences, and it takes us to a bad place. Sometimes we only hold on to good experiences and we don't learn from some of those things Mm -hmm. that we should have learned that maybe were bad experiences. And so it all makes up who we are. And that's why we're saying that our experiences definitely shape our identity. Here's the thing. Your experiences are the billboard of your life. They identify you and inform all those around you who you really are. Your identity, your experiences, and the past, present, and future are all intertwined aspects of your life, and they shape who you Mm. are and the goals that you set for yourself. When you understand your connections, you gain a deeper understanding into yourself and your place in the world. This is what your experiences do. We can't run from experiences. Every moment is, but we embrace those. Embrace your experiences. This is our challenge for you as a result of this podcast. How are you processing your experiences, past, present, future? How are you living them fully alive? How are you learning from them? And how are you shaping future experiences? If you don't want an experience to shape you, roll up the window and keep the beast outside. Definitely. But if you want it to fill your life with some fresh air, roll down that window, slow down a bit, and see what jumps into your life. Those experiences, those people around you that bring those experiences Well, like a movie to the big screen of your life. That's right. They're so important. So hopefully you will embrace your experiences, past, present, and future. If there's any way we can support you in this process, please contact us in any of the ways that we're connected. May you live fully alive as you love your life, your world, and your God. My name is Dan. My name is Susie. Together Together we we are are doozy. Live fully. And love fully. (laughs) Live creatively. Yep.